everyone. I, I, I don't know why you're listening to this. Buckle up. Um, I'm uh, Here we go. Uh, let's put a disclaimer at the front of this episode. This is not going to be a, um, a nice, lighthearted jaunt through Batman vs. Superman. Um, th- this is not going to be a normal um, movie watching or I guess you could call commentary track from us this is going to be a hatchet job and we're very proud to do so this is not even going to be looking at a movie even remotely fairly because well i mean i guess kind of it is but no this is not oh no you know what it doesn't even matter we're going to crap on this movie as much as freaking possible (laughs) and it's going to be an absolute joy in some parts and it's going to be an absolute drag in other parts over the next Three hours and uh, three different episodes. Uh, yeah, that's really all I got as uh, the disclaimer. But that's that's what's coming up. Yeah, this is a three-hour rant, like a three-hour autopsy of what went wrong. Which, to be we will... fair, we did this once before a few year, about three years ago, right after the movie came out. We did a uh, like a like a two and a half hour YouTube video ranting about it. It was then taken down because Warner Brothers is a bunch of pansies. But um, <laughs> so I like to say we've been uh, attempted to be censored by um, Warner Brothers. I like to look at it that way, even though that's not the case. But um, and and, and that wasn't even us watching the movie. And we, exactly. we it, it took us two and a half hours. So we might not have time like we might need to like this three hours of watching might not even be enough time. For one city, you mean? Yeah. 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 I mean, because our, our whole motivation behind this is we really want to do or at least I really want to do the ultimate edition because, of course, ever since it came out, I've heard nothing but people, you know, kind of say, oh, it's well, it fixed a lot of the problems that people had with Batman v Superman acting like everyone's problems were just like these little nitpicks and little minor plot holes. Like, no, this this film is fundamentally flawed and screwed up and retarded and the ultimate edition does nothing to help with the overall problems but i I can't tell you how many times i've constantly heard well i didn't like the theatrical version but the ultimate edition i have a lot of respect for i'm like (laughs) no that that means you like the movie but you're just looking for excuse so you don't look like you like this terrible movie which is fine if you do right Oh yeah, if but you like this to... movie, you can uh, have your own fun liking it. That's that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. We're not. We wish we did. Yeah, we're not. We're not gonna. We're not coming down on people necessarily for liking the movie because, as we kind of talked about while we were off the air before here, I mean, we all like terrible movies for different reasons. I mean, that's that's fine, but I have a big issue with people that argue that this is a good movie. That yes. Is a problem. You can like the yeah. movie all you want. Hey, look, there are parts we like in this movie, but it is not a good movie, and there is no argument to be made that this is a good movie. No, and, and there's no downplaying the damage that this movie did. I mean, oh, this movie. Man. I mean, great. The DCEU was doomed to fail. It was it starting was. Man of Steel. It was. But this is what really, because I mean, that second weekend drop off in the box office of like seventy percent shows how many people were excited for this movie. And then when they saw it, how many people went, no, never again. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. See, I'm one of the few that actually did see it twice in the theaters. Now, 
It was for free both times because I worked at a movie theater at the time and I saw an employee screening at a midnight showing um, on the Wednesday before it came out. And that is still some of the most fun I've ever had at a movie ever because I knew like this movie was not like to me the the biggest movies I hate are Amazing Spider-Man 2 and Iron Man 3. And now I've seen worse movies than those two movies. But it's the level, well, not even Amazing Spider-Man 2. I just hate that movie. But but okay. Iron Man 3, I had the highest of expectations for going into that. I was so excited to see that movie because I'd seen the first two Iron Man. I don't care what anyone says. I enjoy Iron Man 2. I, it's not a great movie, but I enjoy it. The first Iron Man is still, I think, my favorite, is still my favorite um, Avengers movie. And... Iron Man 3 was now kind of going back. We'd built up this Avengers, and now we're kind of going back to focus on more personal stuff of Tony Stark. And they're going to introduce the Mandarin, finally, an actual marquee Iron Man villain. We'd had lame ones, you know, so far. And then they just crapped on all of it, and that movie was terrible. I like Shane Black, but good gosh, that was not a movie for Shane Black to do. Well, Shane Black can't do anything ever like a buddy, buddy cop movie. Right, right. Yeah, that this was not his theater to work in. It it didn't work out. No. And and you know, so I I will never see that movie again. I saw it opening day, and I have not seen it since. But Gosh. this movie, I was not like that with. I knew this was going to be crap. I knew, yeah. we all knew this was going to be terrible. So I got to go in expecting it to be terrible and then just getting to have so much fun with a couple of my other coworkers in the theater mocking this movie while watching it. And now I get to do it again and I am really excited. See, I had a I have I I feel exactly the same way when you talk about Amazing Spider-Man 2 and Iron Man 3. For me that movie was Man of Steel because I bought into that <laughs> right. marketing like Yep, yep you did. Like, like a Jonestown pledge drinking the Kool-Aid. Like I was all in it. I'm like, no, this is going to be amazing. They're gonna I do tried to tell Superman him. Superman what they did. To, yeah, you did to your credit. And so after that. Because, wait, 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 wait. What were you just oh. saying? Finish that sentence. Uh, you said they're going to do to Superman. Oh, what they did to Batman. Like right. Him, and they yeah. did. And that was the problem. Sure. Because they yeah. literally well, now, did yeah. what they did to Batman. Well, exactly, yeah. But and so after that, I was like, "Oh, I don't care." But then I'll be honest: the Comic Con <laughs> where they announced it, a part of me was like, "Okay, even though they lost me, just seeing the logos together and knowing that's finally going to happen, you know, maybe I can get into it." But then they announced Ben Affleck, and I was like, "Ugh." But then the Comic Con trailer comes out, and he and I was even then uh, kind of like, "You know what? Maybe maybe they might pull it off." And then. The second trailer came out where they show Doomsday, and that was when you and I knew, <laughs> oh no, this is this is going to be something else. And, and you called it. You called it. It was going to be the Batman and Robin of our generation. Oh, it one hundred percent is. It one hundred percent is. And uh, I, I love that because the the funniest thing about that, and you guys, I don't know if you've been listening to the show at all, which there's nobody that has been, so that's not even true. But anyway, if you knew Ian at all. This is like the polar opposite of the way things normally end up working out. Ian's usually the more cynical of of both of us. I mean, we both are, but Ian's usually the more cynical one who, like, will give less things of a uh, chance. And yeah. and I'm, I'm usually one that'll go to a few more things than him. 
And it was the exact opposite. I knew from the start <laughs> this these this whole thing was going to be bad. And Ian bought into it, and that does not happen to Ian often. So that makes this even more uh, of an interesting scenario and even more of a reason why Ian just went cold turkey and then didn't even see Justice League. No. Well, I mean, I, I wouldn't say I bought into it. I mean, I f- maybe I, I had hope. Where you had no hope. You knew it was going to be terrible. I was yep. like, you know, with with both Comic-Con announcements, one being the actual Batman movie and then the actual, the, like, the three-man trailer, both times I was like, Okay, I haven't liked pretty much anything they've done, but there is a chance they might actually make a movie that I'm probably not going to like most of, but it might still, you know, just not, might not be my cup of tea. But right. yeah, once once everything else came out, once we saw Jesse Eisenberg, <laughs> once we saw Doomsday, <laughs> like at that point, I joined you on the dark side. I was like, no, there, there's no redemption for this movie. The only positive and the whole pre production of this movie was when that first picture of Ben Affleck as Batman oh, came yeah. out. That's probably the only even sliver of positivity because it was like, okay, that outfit looks amazing. I still yeah, don't have just, hope in this movie, but that outfit does look amazing. Yeah, it's still the best like picture of an actor in in the suit ever. Oh, for I sure. I mean, that's Batman right there. Oh, it's great. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm yeah. telling you, there, there are positives with this movie. There are a handful oh, yeah. of, there's a handful of scenes, um, and then, you know, the overall visuals... Un- until the end are 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 good are good um oh, yeah. most of the cgi is good until the end of the movie sure. and um just just Zack snyder as a visual filmmaker is is good i mean there, oh, yeah. there's no argument there um from anyone oh, no. he knows how to put a picture on film i mean he knows how to do Absolutely. that um so i mean there's some of that stuff that's pretty good but as a story Holy oh. mother freaking hell! This movie is <laughs> the stupidest thing in the world, and and it and it thinks it's smart, that's right? That that's smart. what makes it even dumber. Like that's what makes this movie so funny. Is this is just the quintessential trying to be super serious and just being totally ridiculous at the same time. I mean, yeah. this is like watching uh, a 1966 Batman episode if like they were trying to be serious but making the same episode. That's like, yeah. that's almost like what this is. Like it's, it's unbelievable how how ridiculous it is. And the, I mean, the characters are horrible. I mean, all of that is just bad. So anyway, we're gonna be here for three hours, so we might as well go ahead and get into this. Um, oh yeah, you have plenty of time. So, uh, okay. And another thing we gotta mention. So I I I have this movie because I own every uh. I own every Batman movie. Um, even, even the bad ones, I still get them. I bought this movie right when it came out. So I paid full price for this thing. I bought this movie for like 25 bucks on Blu-ray and everything. And so I have it in my digital library and I, I got that pulled up and ready to go. The extended cut. Ian, why don't you, uh, give us a little insight into, um, how, how you are going to be watching this movie. Well, well, Mark, I'm a little bit more stingy about the movies I buy. Uh, hence, I only buy movies I really like and want to watch again. So, of course, I did not buy this movie when it came out. I refused to. But I was like, hey, I'm going to need to see it for the interval review that we're doing now. So, uh, And, of course, we're doing the Ultimate Edition. So, you know, I was like, I'll just rent it off Amazon, off iTunes like I normally do. Uh, come to find out, the Ultimate Edition is not available to rent on anything uh you can get the theatrical version but that's not what we're doing so in order to watch this piece of shit i had to pay uh 18 dollars 
it's not even discounted. <laughs> it, it's like full price still. Oh. Oh. And, and I was telling Mark, I was telling Mark, I'd be a lot more like upset because like I'm one of those people I don't want to like support anything I, I disagree with or I don't want to condone. Um, and but since the DCU is officially dead and done, I figured what harm like what is this even gonna do? Plus the. Aquaman made like what two billion dollars, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> oh man! But I'm still pissed. <laughs> that is still one of the funniest things. So that makes me so happy. One, that's hilarious. Two, it's gonna put you. It's put you in such a better mood to watch this movie in. <laughs> now you have just uh, straight. I mean, you already had to pay. Mo- oh wait, you didn't even have to pay money to go see it, did you? You went with your family. Didn't nah, you? That's true. I so, guess that's so you have put no money into this movie. So now you have such another reason to hate it, and it makes it. Oh, yeah. that is great. That is great. That is fantastic. Because now, now you can actually justice. feel. Now you can actually feel cheated. Like, yeah. you know, now you have something to really feel cheated about. So that that just makes oh, yeah. it so much better. So with that, we are going to get started. I have mine pulled up. It is on zero, 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 yep. zero. and we are uh, ready to go. So Ian. Why don't you count us down? Oh, yes. All right. Counting down to this steam pile of shit in three, two, one, play. All right. We're off and running. The only thing I don't like about watching it this way is listening to it is one of the best parts because that that's <laughs> yeah. that's that's the stupidest oh. parts are the lines. And so not being able to hear it kind of disappoints me, actually. Yeah, and I got to turn on. Okay, I got the subtitles turn on, but uh, I Actually, yeah, hearing it too, because I don't mind this opening score, the no, piano. No, but but the rest of the score, especially in the Doomsday fight, is terrible. Yeah, and it's Hans Zimmer. Although it's it's Hans Zimmer and Junkie XL, but 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 at the same time, I like Junkie XL. Yeah, I, he he does some good stuff. So but, it's two oh, man, it's that, two that people Doomsday... I like, but it's just not good. Also, no, that, that Doomsday fight. Ugh. This whole intro is actually. I, I like this open for the most part. Um, the, fun. I, I think it's actually well done. And this is where Zack Snyder is really good. This type of visual storytelling make, you know, this just type of thing he's really good at. And I think he oh, does sure. a good job here because it has a very Watchmen feel to it, which I love. It Watchmen. Does. You do love it. Yeah. Um, and that's the comedian from Watchmen. But um, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. So I like I like this open, but I hate the fact that they just co- co- totally copy everything from the Nolan movies. Yeah, it's just not because they, oh he's gonna fall through a hole and find the bats and then the bats are gonna surround. It's like that never has really been portrayed that way until the oh, Nolan man. movies. I was kind of new for that. And yeah, I mean he falls down in Batman Forever, and it's just the one bat, but it's right. not the the swarm of bats like you know. Right, yeah, from my Batman Begins. Right, so that's just the thing. It's just very unoriginal. But but uh, other than that, I remember watching this in the theater and being like, okay, this is fine, you know? And and uh, here, look, this, uh, Ra's al Ghul would like this Thomas Wayne. He actually tried to fight back. That's such a fu- fundamental flaw in having uh, Thomas Wayne try and fight Jim oh, yeah. Chill. Oh, like, yeah. It, it defeats the whole purpose. Now, granted, it does happen in the animated series, and that's like one of the only things that that, that show gets wrong. But yeah, and then oh, even uh, the mom my, uh, fights. Oh yeah, yeah. That's no. 
But, Mark, I would like you to pay attention to the gun Joe Chill has. It's, uh, a, uh, it's a 45, your, your classic Colt 1911. Just, sure. Just, just make a mental note of that. Okay. Boom. Shoots her right in the neck. There goes the pearls. There Again, the all pearls. this, I'm yeah. fine. All this stuff looks good. Oh, I mean, yeah, it's fine visually. Yeah, yeah. of course. There's yeah. very little dialogue. You don't need to, you know, but sure. everything's conveyed perfectly. Sure, Maybe a little sure, overdramatic, sure. but whatever. Yeah, but that's fine. Uh, I mean, again, I mean, at this point, I wasn't laughing in the movie theater. Um, oh, no, we'll get to that point. Not at any of this point. And then we got no. the dad staring over there, and let's just throw in this line. Ugh. And you're just like, I remember being in the theater being like, well, that's kind of weird. Why do we just have him just say Martha while he's dying? I don't remember him that <laughs> ever being the way of the death. And, of course, we'll find out later. Yeah, uh, boy, did we have no idea. Basically foreshadowing like being hit on the head with a two by four. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like the freaking um, uh, rosebud from like Citizen Kane. Right. It's like, oh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Although we do get Bob Kane and Bill Finger credited, so that's good. That's good with here. That's nice. Sure. Yeah. And now we get just the exact same scene from Batman Begins, but done worse, with uh, <laughs> the bats swarming Bruce, and there they go. And there. Oh, and then we get to this part where you. Hey, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. This is the best part oh, of the oh. whole thing. This is in the theater when I knew I was gonna have a good time. Here comes the bats, <laughs> and all of a sudden, here we go, flying Bruce Wayne. Oh, this was the funniest thing ever. We started dying. Yeah, so, oh, it's great. So I, it's Bruce, Bruce it's Wayne like being a, risen up by a supernatural bat. But this is like a dream, right? I I don't think so. I think I I don't know. I don't know, Ian. I don't know. Because we saw because we saw a pearl land by his little his hand there, to kind of because that was that was what I got. It was like this is. Him telling the dream of how he became Batman because there's a whole Ben Affleck voiceover going on right now, and I, I mean, know sure, about, but. but I still I think that's absolutely hilarious. Oh, it, it looks ridiculous. Yeah, in the dream they took me to the light, like uh, a beautiful lie, whatever. It's so dumb. And uh, okay, we don't need that introduction, but we don't need that title. Okay, this is the best part of the entire movie, in my opinion. Yeah, I yeah, probably love. This whole thing. The only problem is it's one of the biggest problems with Man of Steel. So having to rewatch that again is kind of annoying. But as yeah. far, but this is the best Batman moment we get in the entire freaking movie. Of all Ben Affleck being Batman, this is the most Batman part of the entire uh, of him being Batman, and and, and he's yeah, not yeah. even in the suit. Although what I do what I do find hilarious are the fanboys who like they planned this from the beginning. It's like. No, 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 no. This was an obvious <laughs> retcon after the criticism oh, yeah. of the end of Man of Steel. Now, smart on them to capitalize and be like, hey, let's use this for Batman's motivation. Sure. But at the time, the end of Justice, I mean, the end of Man of Steel, like Clark Kent is riding his bicycle with a smile, the music is all <laughs> They did not, they were not playing on making this like, you no. know, like, oh, the next movie will really focus on the damage. Like, no. Mm-hmm. Definitely like, not. If Man of Steel had made a billion dollars... We wouldn't have gotten Batman right after. Yeah, no, exactly. But I love this scene. Everything about this scene is great. Yeah, I mean, just it puts it in perspective. It, I mean, again, we're not seeing stupid Superman trying to fight Zod. I mean, because that was that was a big problem. Man, Steel was like we never had like like you never saw the civilians other than when they were getting like killed. Right. The only people you follow are uh, Perry White and the secretary, or whatever. Right. 
mean, just look at that. Look, look how many buildings are just falling down. Even in this movie, they don't, they don't, they still downplay this, even in this movie. And it's like the whole courtroom and all that stuff. There has to be like a million people dead. Oh my God. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, it's, I, it's still downplayed. Yeah. And just the fact that in Man of Steel, they have the audacity to have him and Lois's kiss. Like literally, <laughs> there, there is, in the rubble. There is, yeah. There is ash <laughs> raining from the skies and they're like, oh, you did it's all downhill after the first kiss. I'm like. You haven't earned that. <laughs> no, that's that, that. That's a very common thread with this whole DCEU is not earning things. Yeah, yeah, good point. Yeah. Oh, we'll see at the end of the movie. Yeah. Oh, we will oh. many times over. So this oh, is boy. awesome. So this whole thing's collapsing. Everything. Bruce is trying to get to Wayne Wayne Tower, and you know, and and we just have him running straight into all this. Oh, this is great. The best the best shot is coming up when this building collapses. Oh, yeah. yeah. So the he's trying chef. to get to his staff, basically. Like, this is his yeah. building. Yeah, it's probably an old family friend, you know, who's heading Wayne and Enterprises in Metropolis here. And there's, super, there's Clark Kent just laser-eyeing everything. Well, I'm pretty sure that was Zod that did it. I think it was both, but I don't care. Yeah, I mean, it probably was. <laughs> At this point. And then there goes the building. This is awesome. This is the most Batman moment this- of this entire movie. Yeah, this is – like everyone's running away from the rubble. You're running straight in. running toward it. I love yeah, that. Yeah, that, that is like – that is Batman summed up in one little action there. I love it. Even it's without great. the costume. Yeah, I know. that. That's the crazy part is he's not even in the costume. Oh, it's so – such a great just moment of him running into all that. And then – Although a little, nit, little nitpick, uh, if, if it's like rubble like that, you would be like just covered in dust. I mean – Eh, sure. I know they're not going to do that for, you know, hair and makeup reasons and stuff. But, yeah, I mean, like, you look at, like, the pictures from 9-11, and it's like, he would be just yeah. unrecognizable. Yeah. I like how there's, like, oh, field trip is, going through yeah, here. I know. This is great. This is just so well done. All the emotion in this scene and everything is just done really well. Oh, yeah. And you still have Bruce, you know. Oh, you see this useless character. The useless, <laughs> yeah, this is a... And this is like the Martha scene when you're sitting here and you're just like, well, this is kind of weird. Why? Why are they focusing on this? And it's like, oh, OK. See, that's the wrong way to make a movie. It's yeah. almost the like be- they're the like, best. all right, let's have this happen. All right. Well, how do we get here? I don't know. Uh, here, let's do this. And then that, that rarely works. I remember when this movie came out. Oh, this like, is great. Hold on. This part's awesome. Oh, yeah. Little, girl's little girl is about to be crushed by the thing. and Boom. Batman. But uh, that employee played by Scoot McNary who loses his legs. I remember there were photos of him on set and he had like, you know, the green screen pants on Mm -hmm. and people thought, oh, well, he might be the flash and might be something under there (laughs) only to find out that the green screen was so he wouldn't have any legs. Right. Like why the green screen, you know. Yeah, exactly. Everyone, yeah, everyone theorizing, be like, oh, uh, something much. More this, sh- this shot is awesome. So he just saved this little girl. He's like, where's your mom? She points up at the destroyed building. And then we just have yeah. a shot of him looking at Superman and Zod fighting. Oh, this is great. Oh, yeah, when they bring the freaking satellite back down. Right. Causing destruction. Right. Uh, and you, right there, you just set up, you're like, all right, well, I know why Batman has a problem with Superman. And I don't yeah, blame then- him. <laughs> Oh, yeah, like, up until then, like, I remember in the theater, I was like, okay, all right, like I said, there might be a chance. I don't remember if this scene was in the theater version, was it? It was, it was, but it was later. Was it? See, I don't remember. I, I, 
I don't I don't remember. It was it was definitely in the theatrical version, but I feel like it was later. Maybe I don't know. We have the free divers finding the uh, kryptonite. Yep, which is fine. Which is fine. I mean, it's it's fun to look at because this location is awesome, or or no, what, or great. the CGI that they used in the studio is awesome. I'm not sure uh, which maybe. one. I, to I mean, me, to me this has to, to me this has to be on location because it looks too good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and their CGI, their 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 uh, scene setting CGI is less than I less than less than stellar in this movie. That there's some good CGI, but but it's not the scenery. That's not the good CGI. Well, well uh, Red Letter Media when they did the review of this, which is hilarious. Um, what uh, Jay brought up the best, what, like really good criticism. He said there are no establish establishing shots in this movie. No, no. And you look back, and you're like, oh my god, there aren't. No, it's literally just like you cut the next scene. Someone will be like in Washington D.C. or someone will be in Gotham, and you'll have no idea. Mm-hmm. Or like here, we're now all of a sudden we're in. We don't know Sudan. Where are we? And then all of a sudden we're like, oh well, I guess there's a desert, so we're not in the night. We're not in the Indian Ocean anymore. And, and Mark, uh, this scene. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. We've got the Nairobi, Africa. Okay, yeah. Um, they, 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 he does let us know, but he doesn't let us see. Um, exactly. Yeah. Hey, let's put a camel in. I mean, to, to be honest, I, people do make fun of establishing shots sometimes, I guess. But I don't know. Sure. They're, they're very important. But they're, they're, yeah, they helps like immerse you to where you are. Because yeah. the biggest problem in this movie is that we have no idea what's Metropolis and what's Gotham. Right. Yeah, no, no, we don't. Exactly we same. don't. They no. look exactly the same. You are 100% correct. Uh, but oh. th- this whole scene is just the most mind-boggling stupidity a- ever. I mean, you have Lois Lane, a uh, reporter Lois Lane, coming in to interview, I guess, this genocidal leader of an uh, African nation? <laughs> yeah. And, and like, what the hell? Um, one, that just doesn't seem like a good idea. Two... This scene drives me freaking nuts because Lois Lane is the worst person in the world. Oh, she's terrible. She's the stupidest human being probably in the history of the world and just the worst person. Like, her her behavior throughout this whole thing makes absolutely no sense. She's coming in here like she's this pissed off person who's just like, I'm getting answered. It's like, that. That's like what you do with like a CEO and, you know, when you're coming in to try and ask why the healthcare is so expensive or something like yeah, it's yeah. not what you do with a genocidal terrorist. And the first thing she freaking asks is, are you a terrorist? Yeah, because terrorists what? clearly kidnap, kidnap journalists all the time. But this this is the scene in the theater where I realized, oh, they haven't learned a damn thing. And this is going to no. be miserable because, uh, Mark, who who is her? assistant here oh, with her which we don't know in the theatrical version but in this version uh, we find out that his name is jimmy olsen who's a cia agent who's trying to infiltrate yeah. this this place and then gets killed in about a minute yeah yeah the jimmy olsen the, the the guy who's you know like superman's best friend yep so of course snyder being snyder jimmy olsen's not some nerdy reporter he's a freaking cia probably a, you know assassin or whatever who's on screen and, for the, three minutes yeah, I think she calls him Jimmy, but that, that's the only way you would know. No, he says just Jimmy. Logically... He says Jimmy Olsen when he introduces himself, but that's it. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. But oh my god, this this scene here because they find out he's working with the CIA. Yep. The the guy here is this? A, I think this is supposed to be KGBs, right? I think so. Yeah, I think they I think they officially announced it. But whatever. The 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 Russian bad guy who 
will be in the rest of the movie, finds a little tracker in Jimmy's mm-hmm. camera, which like tracker devices. No, no, no. He doesn't like even find. He doesn't find it in the camera. He finds it in the roll of film. Oh, that's right. But yeah, you also don't make them blink and completely obvious. They're right. like, here, this is a tracker. Right. <laughs> but here we go. So the the terrorist bad guy is about to kill him, and just you know, my logical mind would be like, oh, this is where Superman. Right. This is how he's introduced, saving Jimmy Olsen. Of course. As anyone would assume. Right. You know. So you're like, okay, he's gonna. Uh, oh yeah, no. Nope. Nope. Dead. Shot. Dead. Dead. And the CIA just watches, like, oh, right. it would have been nice if Superman had saved our agent, but okay. Right. Oh, my gosh. But no, Superman cares about one person in this movie. <sighs> oh, yeah, no, of 100%. He cares about nobody but himself and Lois Lane, which is not guess... even worth saving in this movie. No, and Martha when the script tells him to. Oh, that's right, it. that's true. This, but, but I'm still just mad about her saying she's a journalist and the, her entire demeanor, this whole thing. This is not the behavior of a journalist. Not in this situation. Well, Mark, how how else do you show that Lois Lane doesn't play by the rules and is a strong woman? By not having her badmouth a terrorist to his face after she's been kidnapped and taken to him. (laughs) I know. I mean, the whole point is not even to, like, get someone. The whole point is to get a story and get someone to talk. And you're not going (sighs) to do that by being like, are you a terrorist? No, like, Larry, if you did that with ISIS, they would just kidnap you and then kill you on tape. Right. But that's it. They're not going to tell you anything. <laughs> and now we have the KGB guys killing all the Russian guys. Oh, look, we saw that book get hit. Remember that, folks. Uh, Again, all yeah, the foreshadowing so, is so forced. It's not even good foreshadowing. No, so in the theatrical version, they just kill all these guys for no reason. They're clearly shooting them with special bullets, but here mm-hmm. they're going to use a flamethrower, and this is... Again, keep no. This is the ultimate edition, fleshing it out. Right. So he uses a flamethrower to make it look like Superman burned them with his laser vision. <laughs> right. That's which, it. Which, That's it. I know. I know. And then, and then, and then later, you see all these civilians who are not present during all this going on. Then all of a sudden, here they are. And then you're like, oh, so there's civilians. And then they're they're talking about how Superman killed all these people. And and then you find out that they're lying and we're paid to lie, and the whole time nobody's asking like, what? One, why would Superman just kill? Although I guess this Superman might, but and also why is there a problem with burning a genocidal uh, organization? Why is that like a problem? Isn't that what the military is supposed to like take out these cells? Yeah. And so plus, so why why is Superman being indicted for killing terrorists? Uh, and, and Superman blows up a drone here because for whatever reason, he's, a CIA dick. he's like, we need to blow it up or whatever, even though they know that they're, there's a journalist being kidnapped in there. I, I don't know. This scene is so stupid. Everything about it is stupid. And there's, yeah. here's grouchy Superman. Yeah. What, what a, what an awesome entrance. He's, he's looking homicidal as ever. Yeah, he is. <sighs> but Mark, this Superman doesn't kill people either. Oh no, he does. That, this guy is totally fine. He just went through four <laughs> brick or uh, concrete walls at the speed of sound. He's fine. Ugh. And plus, when you burn bodies, that doesn't get rid of the bullets. You can still do an op- autopsy. That's the thing I was thinking of bullets. when I was watching this before. I was like, okay, they clearly will know that these people were shot and and then yeah. burned. Like, no, it, this Mark. wouldn't even work. No, Mark. Superman clearly shot them all, put them in a pile, and then for whatever reason, <laughs> set them on fire with his laser vision. 
Oh man, see where did these who, who people else? come from? I don't know. And oh man. So CIA is coming. And why? Here and why are these people mad that all these homicidal people have been killed? I I, I don't know. Like we we did not establish that these were just their husbands out here for for fun. Like they no. were all part of this. Like at least these people we saw killed were. We if they yeah, did like, kill I, if they did kill other civilians we didn't see that happen. No, I, like if anything, these women are probably kidnapped by them and like child wives. But right, and then oh there she goes. She picks up the book and then uh, that's going to be important later. Yeah, because that's always like whenever I'm doing a, like a highly illegal operation, I want all my men to use bullets that can be traced only back to me. That are alien like, bullets. Yeah, like, oh, bullets. And, I mean, where do you find those? Yep. And then here comes the uh, – this is basically what Congress is now though um, uh, for the sure. most part. Uh, to be honest, yeah. they kind of foreshadowed that. This was in 2016 <laughs> yeah. and this is pretty much what Congress has turned into. Just kind of uh, a bunch of people coming in and lying and everyone believing them. That's true. Was this Holly Hunter? Is that this actress? <sighs> yeah, I'm not a big fan of Holly Hunter. No, I remember when they cast her. I was like, "Oh, okay." I mean, I didn't care. I didn't. I didn't think one way or another. No, but it's just it's weird. But yeah, get ready for this. Uh, this is very well thought out. This whole subplot of the congressional hearings that goes nowhere. Nope. All it is is it's just so uh, stupid. all it is is just a lady coming in saying Superman killed all these homicidal dictators in uh, Africa, and let's be mad at him for that. Yeah, and then everyone's like, "Oh, well, we need to get him in here and, and hold him accountable because that sounds like him." And now we have a football game where Metropolis is beating the holy crap out of Gotham. Yeah, I, wasn't this where they were going to introduce Cyborg? Yeah, uh, I believe so. Yeah, yes, it was. And yeah. then they they cut that. They didn't even put that in this version. I know. <laughs> Which is surprising because I know they shot it. And I think it just came out recently that Ray Fisher is officially done with the DCU or yeah, whatever. Good, good for him. I, I, I remember hearing that he was like, he was one of the ones who like when Joss Whedon came on for Justice League, he was like, he was like, he, I don't know. But apparently he was really struggling with trying to take it seriously. I, I don't forget what the him. quote was, but he was like, thank you. He's like, I cannot do a scene without laughing or whatever. Yeah. This Which is the other. This, this is another pretty good scene in this movie. It's a good build up here. Yeah, it's a little. No, no, this scene's fine. I I like this Batman scene. I have a little issue at the very end, but so this is Gotham. Right. You wouldn't know because there's no freaking establishing shot. We know because they were watching a football game. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Silly me. I know, right, Ian? It's all there, it's a... Ian. It's all there. I'm just not smart enough. No, you're not. So here we have a dungeon uh, that looks like it was from the Pirates of the Caribbean ride at Disney World. Really? And, the Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, and there's all these people that are kidnapped. Yeah, sex slaves, obviously. I do love how they're just as terrified of Batman. I find that, that hilarious. That's cool, yeah. And they're, they're not yeah. even wanting to get out because Batman's in there, yeah. and the cops are obviously yeah. confused. All this scene is this scene is done well for the most part. Oh, it's great little build-up to, to the reveal. I just mm-hmm. the reveal isn't my favorite. I'll tell you why. Sure, sure. Hey, it definitely could be but, better. Yeah, but great atmosphere. It's more of the CGI, but it's great atmosphere here. Mm-hmm. I agree. Again, this is a good introduction for your for your superhero. Unlike Superman coming down and looking like a sociopath. Right. Well, Batman is a sociopath, so he exactly. Can one. Yeah. Yeah. You want Superman to again come down, save Jimmy Olsen. Like, you know, 
No, God. we don't, Ian. We want our Superman to be taken seriously. That's true. I mean, how how else could he be beloved and taken seriously? It's not like he's been doing that for like 70 years. No. Where'd you get Ugh. that idea? I don't know. So we have the cop going up terrified, which is just great, and not knowing what he's uh, going to find. And then there we go. We got the crazy sex slave guy handcuffed to the oh, thing, yeah. who surprisingly is not dead. Um, no, I guess Batman was merciful. Yeah, I guess. But he did he did brand him, which is cool until you find out he has an actual custom made bat brand at the end, which really takes the <laughs> really takes the piss out of that. Yeah, again, like we, we always talk about if he just like Hold on, the there's moment, Batman up in the corner. Oh. He's not good enough to get out, but he's good enough to hide in the corner. And and this and this is the only part I don't like. So yeah, here he moves and, like a xenomorph on the ceiling. Yeah, which is kinda weird. Through. That's the most CGI little... looking crap ever. Yeah, so that's the only part I don't like. But again, I, I like the whole like building up to his reveal and mm-hmm. oh my god, he's in the room. That's fine. But yeah, also that that weird. cop looks like Jeff Johns. He does, yeah. <laughs> Not that one, the other one. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, we talked about how it'd be cool if Batman, like you know, how he's known for losing his temper, mm-hmm. took one of his batterings, heated it up, and used that. But right, no, that's he awesome. Has an actual, an actual brand <laughs> accessory <laughs> that he keeps on his belt, which is funny. Okay, I mean, here we have more tonal, just uh, Again, again, no establishing shots, so we assume we're still in Gotham. Now, this is Metropolis, because it's their apartment. But but it looks the exact same, Ian, and we weren't told otherwise. Yeah, like, every every city shot is, like, just this industrial gray color scheme and architecture. It's it's terrible. (sighs) Is it bad that I'm already bored? I mean, this this is... uh, the buildup for like the setup for all this movie is so boring, convoluted, and yeah, boring too. So here she well, finds out that there's a bullet wedged in her book, and <sighs> uh, that's gonna be important. It'll give her something to do in this movie. That's literally it. It's like a oh, uh, we gotta keep Lois Lane busy. You're right here. about that. You are right yeah, about I mean, that. It's a shame because Lois Lane is a great character. Oh it's yeah, like, she is. And they did a much better job with Lois Lane in uh, freaking uh, that crossover episode at CW. Oh, yeah. That Lois Lane yeah, was good. I, I like, yeah, I like that. Uh, and again, I like Amy Adams, but she is uh, not good. See, I, I do not. I am not oh, okay. a fan of Amy Adams. Not ever at all. Oh, that's not example. But she is a good actress, at least. I say, right? don't care. She's, I think she's literally never played a different character. She's the same in every movie she's in. She's this well, annoying, uh, just, she's just annoying, and she's this, like, <laughs> brash, annoying character who takes no crap, but for the wrong reasons, and, and never backs anything up, and is just kind of a pain in the, a pain in the butt to be the, just for the sake of being one. Mm-hmm. She's which pretty much that in every like, movie. Yeah, which kind of sounds like Lois Lane's character, but she is not good as Lois Lane. No, which is true, and there there is an element of that to Lois Lane, but it's right. It's just well, I first don't know. well, first of all, it's a huge mistake having Lois Lane know that he's Superman. Oh, like that completely. Yes. Oh yeah, that was a big mistake. The, the the fun of their of their relationship, which granted we talked about, no superhero movie does nowadays. The superhero identity. Nope. nope. Has not been done really ever. So yeah, you're you're right about that. Other than the first two Raimi right. Spider-Man movies, of course. Yeah, well, yeah, I meant I Daredevil, meant besides those. Yeah, and Daredevil season 
at the end of season two, Karen finds out, but at least before then, it was yeah. a mystery. Although Foggy found out pretty quick. Yeah, I was I was not we, happy about that. Yeah, here we go. Like, oh yeah, the the world wants to see me hang for these murders, but let's let's have some fun in the tub. Mm-hmm. Just tonal clashing throughout this movie. Oh yeah, I wasn't even going to mention it. So, oh, it's it's awful. But how else do we convey <sighs> that they love each other? Ryan, you're one hundred percent right. Because <laughs> I mean, it's definitely not their chemistry. No, it's not. Or the characters. No, no, no. And here we have a Batcave, which is an awesome Batcave. I'm <sighs> a big fan of this Bat. I'm a big fan of this Batcave. I'm a big fan of looking at Ben Affleck as Bat as uh, Bruce Wayne. See, I'm not. I mean, I don't. I just see. Yeah. Jesse Ben Affleck. See, no, that's fair. That that's fair. I'll I'll I'll, I'll give you that. Now we have Jeff Mar- See, Jeffrey I- Irons, who is the best part of this movie. Oh, he is great as Alfred. He I is a that. fantastic Alfred. He's hilarious. Oh, it, it's gonna be sad that we we're not gonna get to see him as Alfred ever again. It is sad because he's oh. great. There we have him testing that voice modulator, which we find out as the way he hides his voice which which I'm, I'm not a fan of I, I, nobody's a fan of I but I understand it so even sure. though I'm not a fan I can at least understand it's at least a logical step so oh sure so it doesn't bother me as much as other things do plus there's so many more things that bother me that uh, that doesn't bother me <laughs> yeah that, that's that's more of a nitpick and a, and a personal preference but again I, I understand the why it makes sense so here we have a Russian, and now all of a sudden we hear something about a white Portuguese, which were never really explained um, for a long time, anything about it. We yeah. just hear people talking about it. And we know that Bruce yeah, Wayne is, is like looking the, for the white Portuguese. That's really all we know. This is a, the closest scene that we get to a little mystery for him to solve. I, I love that people are like, who's an actual detective in this movie? I'm like, no, it's not. Well, this whole first, the whole Bruce Wayne, uh, Ben Affleck's Bruce Wayne Batman, and the, the whole first half of this movie I like for the most part. Yeah, I mean, he's at least doing Batman stuff, but right. I, I still argue he's not that much of a de- 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 sorry detective. Sure, sure. But um, but yeah, so I do like so that. Like, uh, I, I do like how Alfred the whole time Bruce is just like Alfred's insinuating that Bruce is getting more violent, and then sure. Bruce says nothing's changed, and then Alfred just is like everything's changed, and he starts pulling up the thing with Superman, which it's like he's right. <laughs> yeah. He is right. Everything has changed. Um, and uh, yeah, if they had just addressed like Alfred criticizing Batman for now killing people, you know, if they just brought it up, it would have made it a lot better. But oh god, yeah, let, we just, go. just just keep talking about Alfred and and Batman. Oh, I'll try. Oh, I can't look at him. <laughs> oh. in, in case you couldn't tell by our immediate nausea this is we're finally seeing lex luther yeah and we're just gonna forget about it um uh, go oh, back no, to bat go what, back what to batman I, <laughs> no 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 one of my favorite fanboy try to like <laughs> pathetic defenses and the people were like okay this isn't lex luther this is alex luther his son the real lex luther is coming <laughs> i i actually heard that multiple times <sighs> like no 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 <laughs> god oh, if man. you wish but, uh, I don't, yeah, if we had just gotten Alfred, like, bringing up the fact that Bruce was killing people and he, you know, obviously didn't approve. And, like, him saying stuff like, you know, you've changed since Master Grayson or whoever right, died. Right, right, right. They should have said you, it. Because some people will talk about how this movie is about Batman's redemption, which, uh, 
I, I could maybe see, but again, it's, it's executed so poorly. Now, um, do they explain why this kryptonite glows only when no, it's around it Kryptonians? And here, here we explain. Here we are told why kryptonite is kryptonite for Superman, which I mean, I understand why they might want to explain it, just as far because they're making a quote unquote serious movie. But we, it, we don't, we don't care. Kryptonite is Superman's weakness. We don't yeah. need this whole scene. <laughs> no, like there's nothing to flesh out with kryptonite. It's a MacGuffin. It's literally right. Create just to weaken Superman so right. he has some conflict. And it, it, it never has made any sense, because why would something from your home planet hurt you? So that it doesn't make any sense in theory. But it's it's a part of the thing, so we all let it go. But we don't sure. need this. Yeah. And, and I'm not even talking course, about the fact that we're hearing Jesse Eisenberg speak. That's a whole different issue. Speaking of which, speaking of someone whose career has not recovered from this movie, I was, I was, like, I was thinking the other day, I'm like, Wait, what happened to Jesse Eisenberg? This movie. Like, lately, yeah, lately he's been in nothing. And he's a good actor, like in the social network sure. and zombie land and yep. all that stuff. I like but... him. I like him in Now You See Me also. Oh god, no, I can't do that. I like that movie. The first one, not the second one. <laughs> first one's uh, I like the first one. Oh, and here we get to one of the most awkward <laughs> scenes in the movie. <laughs> I love this scene. So he so just sits down with one of the senators, it. and we're going for the fact that he's so powerful that he can, yes. I guess, just do whatever he wants with senators. Oh, did they cut it out? No. No, 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 no. He's talking over fish? this. He's talking over this. That's right. That's right. Yeah, okay, good. I was like, oh, if you did. <laughs> See, he's point, yeah, yeah, he's talking over this. But But we're basically hearing him talk to the senator, and now we're also seeing what is already happening after that scene. Which is not a w- yeah. it's a weird way to to cut weird stuff. Yeah. yeah, that's a weird way to edit. But fine, whatever. Um, <laughs> and this is the big sh- uh, ship. This is the crashed Kryptonian ship that is uh, a, a bubble has been built around it, and I don't it's know like why they wouldn't feet. move it. But what? Maybe it can't I mean, be moved. Not. I don't know. Uh, that'd be my guess. This is the secret place <laughs> where they're doing experiments on, and he wants to he wants to be in on it, basically. Because yeah. of course the government controls it, but he wants to be able to do whatever he wants. Right, right. and we don't understand what's the leverage he has on any of this. I don't remember uh, what it was. Is there any reason why they go along with him with this stuff? No, no. I mean, this scene is supposed to explain it. I mean, I guess we're just supposed to assume. He's so wealthy, he has them all paid off and stuff, but even that. And this is how he gets fingerprint access, which I don't know if that's how fingerprints work, but... It's not. And also, like, (laughs) the fact that Kryptonians would use fingerprint scannings also seem weird. Oh, God, no. Here we go. (laughs) There we go. We got the Jolly Rancher. Boom! Uh. Stick it right in his mouth, Lex. Look, I I, I get what you're going for. You want to show that he just has these... Look at those fake eggs. Oh, those are so fake. <laughs> <laughs> Even Superman I, I, can't make eggs that good. No. Uh, I get you want to show that he has these politicians whipped, but was there no better way than this <laughs> homo- homoerotic scene of him putting a, a piece of candy in the guy's mouth? Like, oh. <sighs> no, there wasn't, Ian. Okay, uh, it, uh, or, I'm watching this movie. Are the subtitles on yours really tiny and all over the place? Because I haven't even been reading them because I can't even find them half the time. They're, they're very fast. And they're very tiny. 
Like yeah. the subtitles on what I'm watching, they they like sometimes they pop up in the left up hand like upper corner. Sometimes it's down in the bottom. Sometimes it's over on the right corner, and they're always they're really tiny. It <laughs> well, is really I mean, hard to follow this movie. They they do that on purpose so you don't see how bad the dialogue is. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. So there we have the Vietnam War Memorial of all the people Superman <laughs> has killed. <laughs> It is the Vietnam Memorial. You're right. It's literally the, the, and then the, like, there's the, the, a statue of him in front of it. Oh, my God. That was so... <laughs> I, didn't even, I didn't even think of that till right now. I never thought that, too. <laughs> that is the greatest thing. And so I yeah. totally... I'm with this guy. This guy should be defacing this thing. Yeah, this guy's maybe the most like understandable character in the movie. He is, and he's the dumbest. But but he definitely I I understand. But I just real that's like putting a statue of Hitler in front of the Holocaust Museum. God, you're right. I mean, uh, I not know, not not n- not quite, but but like but, I mean I mean I he's one of the for. I understand. Okay, I understand. The city was attacked. It was uh, I get it, but he yeah. didn't help any of this. Yeah. Well, he did stop. Anyway, it is. I think it's in poor taste, and I think it's hilarious, and I didn't realize it till right now. Here we have a stupid, worthless scene of Clark Kent not even being a reporter because no. he's like, all right, here, be a reporter. And Clark's like, no, I don't want to be a reporter. And then he's like, no, this is what being a reporter is. You do these stories that I give you. But see, here's a- but, but the problem is he's dating Lois Lane, so he's like, oh, well, she just does this, so that's what a reporter is. And it's like, no, you Clark, that's not right. You know what also pisses me off? We never see a shot of the Daily Planet with a globe on top. No, because there's no establishing shots. No! It's, <laughs> like, literally, the Daily Planet is just this, this gray office floor. That's it. That's all we get. It's like and, no and, awesome sweeping shot of the golden nope. globe on top. Nothing. And here we have he, it, Superman sees the shot of uh, the statue being painted on. And he, for the first time, he's like, oh, maybe people, people don't like love it. me. Why is this? I gotta figure this out. Because this movie has to set up. And that's another stupid reason. So that's the whole reason why he doesn't like Batman is because he's just mad at himself for people not liking him. Which is so stupid because it should be the opposite. People hate Batman in Gotham, but people love Superman in Metropolis. Right. That type of conflicting, you know, relationships they have. Now we're back in Gotham. And it looks the exact same as where we just were. Yes, it's all gray overcast. And this this is another scene for the ultimate edition of him actually going to Gotham, but trying to find I mean that, trying to find the so, uh, witness who has been like uh, Superman killed all these people. Yeah, so he's just asking people, and they start to tell him about the the Batman. Which oh, another pet peeve: no one calls him Batman or the Batman. They call him the Gotham Bat. Or <laughs> they call him the stupid. Bat of Gotham. Yeah, it's oh, so stupid. Like, they don't call him Superman either. Oh, they don't? I don't think so, no. What do they call him? They don't call him anything. Harbinger of Death? I don't, I guess. And here we have Bruce freaking Wayne, who clearly nobody knows, in an underground fight fight club. What's What's the first two rules of Fight Club, Mark? Well, you're supposed to not you talk about, about it. Yeah, so so his identity is safe. It makes sense. This movie's really oh, smart. Oh, okay, that's fair enough. Fair enough. And yeah, and, and he tells he tells the guy one thing, and then the guy beats the crap out of this guy, which Y'all that I say, buy. 
Sure. I mean, if anyone knows how to fight, it's freaking Bruce Wayne. But right. Yeah. Oh, there's that stupid so... Ben Affleck face. Oh, I hate that freaking face. That is not See, a Bruce. Yeah, that stupid little smirk is not a freaking Batman face. That's a Ben Affleck face. Exactly. So I, I don't like Ben Affleck as Bruce Wayne. Some people are like, oh, well, he's not bad as Bruce Wayne. But oh, no, I, I me like neither. The... I don't like him either. Don't get me wrong. I, I was talking about just his look. I wasn't talking about oh, him. Oh, I mean, yeah, the other thing we need to talk about, the, other, the only good thing Ben Affleck has going for him is he's the biggest Batman we've had yet. That's he's true, six, and that is good. 6'2 or 6'3, I think. Big dude. Jack. So it is nice. It's nice having a big Batman. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Again, look-wise, no issues. That's not the problem here. Now we're back in Metropolis. Oh, I, I, oh got it. So, yeah, he was just in Gotham. Oh, we forgot to mention, they're uh, they're literally across a lake from each other, so it makes right. sense for him to go back and forth in a day. But we don't know that. Not until oh, later. later. Yeah. <laughs> when, we, when we're in Metropolis and we see the bat signal. But, like, the editing is so jarring. It's just it back and forth, back and forth. We're in Gotham. We're in Metropolis. You would never know. We're in D.C. And so far, nothing has happened. Oh, yeah. It, it is just meandering here. And now we have Lois, who's like, oh, I found a thing. This bullet I found was is not anything. It's not. <laughs> it, I don't know what it is. Nobody knows what it is. So I need to go and figure it out. And it's like, okay, well, fair enough. That's That sounds like a reporter thing to do. Well, Perry White is probably like, good God, just get out of my office, like, whatever. Like, <laughs> Do whatever you want, just I leave. I can't stand being around you. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Give me, I want to be around Keanu Reeves again. Yeah. <laughs> John Wick 3, that looks awesome. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. I am so ready. Oh, it looks great. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. The John Wick movies are so good. And they're making a Bill and Ted 3, which is just weird that is weird i don't know how that's gonna be. i never even saw the second one nah but i do love bill and ted's excellent adventure i'm sure that is a great movie so now i thought lois was leaving but now we have another scene with her and now she's really leaving yeah yeah i forget what happens here oh no this is where he's told he has to go to the party oh right Believe, right right yeah. which he actually does go to so that's the first time we actually see him go somewhere he's supposed to yeah Oh, and here we have this great scene. Oh. Another great Lex Luthor scene um, in this creepy, oh. I don't know what it is, a museum room. Um, sure, it looks like it. And for some reason, the senator's here again. And again, Wait. nothing happens. Now, Lex Luthor is supposed to be charming. He's yep. supposed to be good looking despite being bald. He's supposed to be like Bruce Wayne, but a psychopath. Right. Th this guy is none of that. He's not charming. No. He's creepy. He's just He's a psychopath. Weird. Yeah. Like, it would make sense for, like, the real Lex Luthor to hook up with a sander and then, like, use, like, their, like, record them having sex and use that to blackmail her. That's something Lex Luthor would do. Sure. I don't know or, what he does here. Or just threaten her in another way. And That's it. just outright or, or indirectly, maybe even. Oh, my gosh. Just that yeah. face. I want to I want to kick it. <laughs> oh, I mean, that was that was the best part of that Comic Con trailer. Like w when it's all epic, and then it ends with him saying, "The red tapes are coming." The red <laughs> like it, it, it was it was so like like no, you don't end on that note. Mm -hmm. and, and here we're supposed to be like fearing for her because he's so menacing and powerful. I, I, but just, it, I, just... I fear for her like I fear for the high school girl who the creepy guy's hitting on her. That that's how much I fear for her. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, oh, but we I think we were supposed to find out his uh, motivation because apparently his dad would beat him when he was a child. Like, th- this scene is so stupid. Yeah, I, I don't... What's the point of this? I mean, it's him asking her because he I guess he wants to bring in the kryptonite, but he can't for, like, import oh, laws. Oh, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. And so th- that's his whole thing is he wants to bring in the kryptonite, but she won't let him. Uh, and he's trying to convince her to somehow... And, and is, so that's the right. That's the reason why he kills everybody in the capital. Yeah, just for that reason. Which I think by that point he had already smuggled it in anyway. So I don't even. And oh, like we'll get to that that scene. Why it's so stupid. But uh, oh, oh many this reasons. is the painting scene. There mm-hmm. we go. Look at that. And like. And no now one... we just jarringly cut right back to I guess I uh, this is another dream. Just like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This this has to be a dream. <laughs> yeah, it is. This is the dream. This is another weird Bruce Wayne dream of him, just nice and slow mo. Also, there's so much slow motion in this movie. Um, I mean, it is Zack Snyder. Hey, yeah, that's true. And he walks in. There's a Superman angel. Wow. Ugh. And uh, here's the grave of only Martha Wayne, because we don't care about Thomas Dang. Wayne. <laughs> Usually it's the opposite. Usually we don't really care about Martha. We right. care more about Thomas. But... Right. I know. Why Why do you think we care? Why do you think we care so much about Martha in this movie, Ian? Well, it's a mystery, I but... Know, it's weird. <sighs> we, heard, we heard Martha being said earlier, and now, look, we see the grave. It's it's a little odd. Uh, if I didn't know it better, it'd be maybe foreshadowing. It might be. We'll have to find out. And here's this blood, which now is coming out of the crypt, and he touched Although it doesn't even look like blood. It just looks like black. Yeah, it looks like chocolate syrup. Yeah, kind of. Oh, and then, and then Man Bat comes out of it for some reason. Which would be much cooler to see in this movie. And then he pops oh, up. Yeah. Now, why is there a girl here? Do we know who this is or why there's a girl because, here? Because he's a bachelor, Mark. Bruce Wayne is a bachelor. He hooks up with girls. Yeah, but, he, there's, a, an alco- yeah, but there's always a reason alcoholic. for it. Uh, no, not in Zack Snyder's universe. Oh, yeah, and also he doesn't drink. Oh, this one does. Oh, this one does. Oh, he hooks up with girls. He drinks. He, drinks, he, he kills it. people. He does everything. He's a, exactly. This is Zack Snyder's like wet dream of what Bruce Wayne should be. This is the, this is comic. though. I will say this is definitely the most metal Batman that we've ever seen. Oh my god, yeah. This is a very metal nah, Batman. Nah, nah, yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. So, and now we uh, yeah, now so, we now we have Alfred who dresses like Ian. Yeah, yeah. Alfred <laughs> Alfred looks great in this movie. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, well, yeah, I, I would buy Alfred dressing like a uh, <laughs> Oxford professor. It is weird, though, having an Alfred who's, like, almost, like, the old, like, sexy, like, college professor look. It's like, Alfred's yeah. supposed to be wearing the same outfit all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I It doesn't, I, I don't mind Alfred this, I don't no, mind no, I, this, I, uh, I still, this type of Alfred. I still Alfred. love Jeremy Irons as Alfred. Yeah, well, we, no. for, we forgot to mention that uh, Wayne Manor is like burnt to the ground, basically, or the, like abandoned. Yeah, so he's living so in that, a greenhouse. I don't know what this is. Yeah, they, they call it the lake house in the movie, but oh, I don't okay. know. It's weird. Um, and now Al, uh, Jeremy Irons is again talking to him about him being brutal as Batman for no reason, not getting results. Again, very um, he's making very good points because he's yeah. actually thinking. And they're just glossing over. He's like, yeah, whatever. And then he's like, here, go see. to this go to this ball and try and get stuff as Bruce Wayne. Yeah, because uh, for uh, reasons. I forget how he thinks, how he tied the, the white Portuguese and Lex Luthor together. Uh, but they, I don't even think they explain he, it. But And then yeah. and then all of a sudden he just opens his Batman suit just to look at it for a minute and then closes it right back up. 
Which it does look great. It, oh, oh, it, it does. And now we have the Robin suit, which doesn't even look like a suit. It just looks like a bronze statue. And yeah, on yeah, it, I mean, spray-painted, and, and spray-painted on it says something in ha-ha uh, or something. Uh, ha, 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 now we get Batman butt, because um, everyone wants to see that. Well, Zack Snyder loves having the, the, the shot of his hero in all of his movies naked. Watchmen, uh, 300, yeah. it happens in all of them. And you're, you're right. Well, 300's a little little different, but... Well, no, like, there's a scene where, or the uh, same pose, you see their butts right, in every right, movie. Right, right, right. Yeah, no, it's no, weird. you're right, you're right. And now we have him driving whatever this really nice car is. Yeah, and, goes, and this is a great scene where uh, Clark has no <laughs> idea who he is. <laughs> right, 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 we're getting to that part. Well, who's that? There we go, who's who's this? It's like, uh, yeah, you must, you be, must new. be new. Uh, This is Bruce Wayne, um, the freaking richest person ever. And, and all like, of a sudden, he knows like, huh. everything about Bruce Wayne, and like is like chastising him on his views of Batman. Like, yeah, he, he didn't he, know who he was. He doesn't know who he is, and then he immediately is just ranting on him for this stuff. And it's just like, what? Hold on, I gotta play audio from this scene. Oh God, this is so bad. Oh yeah, and there's Wonder Woman. Oh, she's in this movie. This is the best scene of the whole movie. <laughs> Here we go. Comes from the Greek meaning a lover of humanity. Uh, I was coined about 2,500 years ago. All right, where am I going off? Uh, you know what? Forget it. I'm not listening to that whole thing. No, it's... It, but the his speech is so... I don't even know how to describe it. Jittery? Yes. Like, I mean, he, he's yep. like... He's, he's even more over the top than Jim Carrey in Batman Forever. He is. He's more over the top. He, like, he makes all these noises and stuff. It's like... Yep. How, how would anybody be intimidated by this guy? Nobody. Uh, nobody is. All right, and that will put a pin in part one here of the Uncaped Crusaders review, our uh, watching of Batman vs. Superman. And so uh, if you just want to click on over to part two, you can uh, continue with this uh, absolute trash of a movie if you want to hear us continue to trash it. Um, so, yep, with that, just uh, click on over to the other one.